0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, it is Ben Miller here with your West Side Lions podcast. We took another week off, Uh, we're going to switch to about every other week now for our podcast and man did we choose a wrong time to do that because let me tell you, we have stuff to talk about. Holy cow, what a week. We have lots of stuff to talk about. In our first segment today, we're going to talk about probably the biggest news that Detroit Lions have had in, I'd say, probably more than a decade. Um, So that's going to happen in our first segment. And then our second segment, we're going to get into the fun stuff of the coaching hires and the GM hires that we've had. So we're going to kind of get into it. Um, Our first segment is... We're going to talk about Matthew Stafford leaving. Um, Matthew Stafford is officially not going to be part of the Detroit Lions anymore. Um, So we're going to talk about that first. With me is Jake. And um, Jake, how are you
1: feeling? I am feeling great. For the first time in many, many years, I have hope. I have so much hope now. How are you doing?
0: I'm on the opposite side. I well I have hope and I, I do have a lot of want for good tidings for the Detroit Lions, but Matt, when I heard the report yesterday um, on Saturday so we're recording this on Sunday when I heard yesterday on Saturday that the Lions and Matthew Stafford have mutually agreed, to seek out trade offers, I did not react well. Like, it hit me hard because, I mean, the duo that really got me started and into football, especially Detroit Lions football, Mm -hmm. was Calvin Johnson and Matthew Stafford. Yeah. And when Calvin Johnson left, we're like, oh man, that stinks. He's retired, you know? That sucks. But he was still retiring and he was i mean and we still had matthew stafford Mm -hmm. but now not only do we not have calvin johnson because things are not going well with detroit lions and calvin johnson and 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 he's not and matthew stafford is not retiring Mm -hmm. we're trading him to another team so like it's tough like i'm yeah i'm really kind of sad to see Matthew Stafford go I think it was the best decision for all mm. in involved in this I believe Definitely. it gives Detroit a chance to start a full rebuild which we have not done since we got Matthew Stafford you know mm-hmm. it's always been building around Matthew Stafford and now it's a chance where we get to do a full rebuild around you know our coaches instead of around matthew stafford so and i do believe whatever team he goes to he's gonna do well and that's gonna suck for all detroit lions fans yeah. to see him do well
1: mm-hmm. but i mean that he, like, he was part of my childhood hood uh, he he is honestly one of the main reasons why i started watching football mm-hmm. when i was around like 10 years old and to see him go is, it's a tough pill to swallow but I, I, I'm trying to look at it as the positive because there's a lot of good trade scenarios right now and it, I believe that's the best thing to do for the Detroit Lions' future.
0: Yeah, and you kind of have to just kind of keep it in that mindset because, like yeah. you said, for so many people, Detroit Lions is the same thing as Matthew Stafford because that's mm-hmm. all they know of with Detroit Lions is Matthew Stafford. So it's going to be a large change for a lot of Lions fans. So I agree you have to keep it in that mindset of you got to think of the positives from it, like you said, and I guess it's a good segment to get into it. The trade value for Matthew Stafford. I mean, there's not a bet. If we had to get a time where we had to trade Matthew Stafford, now's the perfect time. There are so many teams that are a quarterback away that we're, honestly, I am fully convinced we are going to get a haul. For Matthew Stafford, yeah. and I'm talking, I'm talking, probably multiple first round picks. Multiple, I, I see, see, I see, definitely without a doubt, at least one.
1: Yeah, and for sure, at
0: least and and a day two pick. But mm-hmm. I honestly believe with the teams that are out there that need a quarterback, and how many, I mean, and Matt, it's Matthew Stafford, mm-hmm. and with the quarterbacks that are available, you know, Matthew Stafford's not a quarterback that. You know, you try to lowball. That's a quarterback yeah. that you go out and you pay for him because that's going to be the guy for you. Mm-hmm. So, I honestly do think we could get a couple first-round picks for Matthew Stafford. So, I mean, the trade value's there. Mm-hmm. It's it's definitely rebuild season for the Lions. Um, But it's a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. I feel so bad that we as an organization of the Detroit Lions let him down
1: hmm it's 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 really sad and emotional that you know he came to detroit to be the savior the guy to finally mm-hmm. get us to a super bowl and win one possibly and yeah. he's had a phenomenal career I, in my opinion a hall of fame career yeah and um this it's been wasted he yes he if he was on another team um a good team that's a quarterback away from a super bowl like you said he would be he would be talked about as a top like 20 best quarterbacks of all time possibly 10 yeah Mm.
0: yep yeah it's it's tough and like you said it's tough to see him come in and be the guy the franchise guy that wants to take this away and then report said yesterday that he is the one that approached the lions and said, you know, is this a good time for me to get traded? Is it is it in both of our best interests? And they agreed to mutual like it's not just the lions got new GM and head coach and they decided it's time. Matthew Stafford in the nicest way possible said, "Guys, it's time. I need to leave. You know, I need to not be part of this organization anymore." Mm-hmm. And that hurts deep yeah <laughs> like he, even the fact that he did it in such a respectable way like he came to yeah. them in january and was like hey i feel like maybe this is the time that's best for both of us like sheila ford went into these interviews telling all of these people that this is the scenario you're gonna have to trade matthew stafford that was that was part of the requirements when they did this so you know that's kind of unbelievable that mm-hmm. that is where we're at now, and I I don't know I don't like it.
1: <laughs> I just yeah
0: I just don't like it.
1: <laughs> I don't like the situation, but I like the possible outcomes of the situation. You know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do agree. Um, I guess on a final farewell. We'll say farewell, Matthew Stafford, and we'll kind of talk about that aspect of what could come from this. Where, Mm -hmm. so a few teams that I could see us possibly trading with would be um, Miami. They've got a few, they've got a lot of draft capital this year. Mm -hmm. Um, They also have the number three pick, which would be enticing for the Lions to pick up their new quarterback. Mm -hmm. Um, I've seen Colts. I've seen the Broncos, Cowboys, I mean 49ers, multiple yeah. teams are going to be able to give us a haul for for Matthew Stafford. I've even seen people mm. say the Bears. I swear that would be Matthew awful. Stafford. If Matthew Stafford goes to the Bears, I will never be able to watch another Bears game ever again. Because it will yeah. hurt so much when he just lights us up.
1: And it's the it, the, the thing is, we know that they, he would be good on the Bears because the, I, I see the Bears as a, a quarterback and a few other um, offensive utilities away from a, a good playoff run. But yeah, that would mm-hmm. be awful for us. But the teams yeah, I, I would... see as contenders personally is... Um uh, number 1 on my list is definitely the 49ers because mm-hmm. they with with a healthy roster they are a quarterback away from a Super Bowl because Jimmy Garoppolo just isn't the guy for them in my opinion. And um I have the Colts as my number 2 because um Philip R- Rivers as you guys may know um just retired so mm-hmm. and honestly it wasn't Philip Rivers slowing them down but he was he wasn't the old Philip Rivers so mm-hmm. if Matthew Stafford close to his prime right now can can get him a deep playoff run possibly a super bowl yeah i, I think I, the
0: colt's i think the colt's would be enticing to him because of mm-hmm. that offensive line yeah. um the defense that they have i think that would be very enticing
1: yeah. and jonathan um, taylor is is had, yep. had, had, had a great a end run of game
0: yeah yep, yep. And let me just throw this out there as a wild conspiracy theory, and I don't have any inside information that this is really what happened or whatever. But Ed Dodds, the assistant GM for the Colts, came to interview for the GM position at the Detroit Lions. Is it a possibility that he came to see what the situation was with Matthew Stafford? That's a good good theory. I honestly, that guy is sneaky, and <laughs> I, I really do believe that that could be a possible scenario where he came to this interview mm-hmm. to see, hey, what's the scenario with Matthew Stafford, so they can get working on something before all the rest of these teams.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just put that yeah. out there. Think of I, like I said, in no way is this confirmed, but man, I would not put it past Ed Dodds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would not. I
1: wouldn't. <laughs> um, I I had the I as my last choice, I, I had the Houston Texans because um as um there as some of you may know there was a um trade um uh, scenario where we traded Matthew Stafford in a seventh round pick to to the Houston Texans for Deshaun Watson, which would be great for us honestly cuz Deshaun Watson is an elite quarterback and but Deshaun Watson did announce yesterday that he um he's looking towards the New York Jets and the Miami Dolphins as his top targets for trades.
0: I do even have something updated from that which is that the Jets thing was not true. There was okay. somebody made that conclusion because Richard Sherman had told him hey, go to the Jets, and Mm -hmm. so they concluded that. However, right now, I believe his only top prospect would be Miami Dolphins, and he's not going to go anywhere where he doesn't want to go because of his no-trade clause in his deal. So the only way he's leaving is for a team that he wants to go to. And Mm -hmm. let's be honest, if you're any young stud quarterback and you have the option of where you're going... You're not going to Detroit, like what? Yeah. What would you say? Yeah, I want to go to Detroit. Besides, and we'll get into this later. Our head coach and mm-hmm. some of our coaches. I mean, our run game has not been solidified.
1: Yeah,
0: our offensive line is getting there. Mm-hmm. What wide receivers do we have? Yeah. What defense do we have? I mean, yep. no, they're not going to come here. Mm-hmm. He's just not going to come here just because of that no trade cost. If it was something else, where the Texans had full, you know, responsibility of his trade. I could definitely possibly mm-hmm. see that, but
1: yeah,
0: just because of that no trade clause, I find that the most unlikely scenario that happens with Deshaun Watson. But yeah, I like to think about it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah. And on that
0: no- and on that note, we're gonna take a little break here, and then we're gonna start to get into. Some of the more exciting stuff that happened this week with talking about our new GM, our new coach, and some of the coaches that they hired. So stick around and we'll be right back. And we are back. What is going on? We're back. Um, We're in our second segment here and we're going to talk about some exciting things. I want to start first with our new GM... And our new GM is Brad Holmes. For those of you who don't know Brad Holmes, he was the assistant general manager... No, I'm sorry. He was the director of college scouting over at um, the Rams. And he he has a lot of experience in drafting players in second, third, fourth, later rounds that turn out to be studs. Mm -hmm. And I'm very excited about that because that's something that Detroit really really needs mm-hmm. to be honest um, before I get too much into it Jake, what was your like first initial reaction when you heard Brad Holmes signing?
1: Um, I, I was a little bummed out at first because obviously I wanted um, Lewis Riddick or Ed Dodds to be our general manager but once I did a little bit more reading on Brad Holmes, I, I was really impressed and I was um, hopeful. For um, our drafts, future drafts.
0: A big, a big piece that stuck out to me was that not, so Brad Holmes, um, wants to be in Detroit. Mm-hmm. That's a big piece. Like, yeah. you, you want to get guys that actually want to be here. And Brad Holmes said, like, I, I really wanted to get in front of Sheila. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to get this job, so... And, and when he had his contact with Sheila, he said, you know, Sheila Hempford, that's a person I don't want to disappoint. Like, when you have that talk with them, I don't want to disappoint them. So that that's exciting to hear. Um, but the thing I'm most excited for is the draft that he's going to put together. Because, like I said, I mean, he comes from the Rams organization where they do a lot of big moves. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, he's already done done a big move. They're going to trade Matthew Stafford, and he's been here for, like, a week. (laughs) Um, And the thing, like, they've gotten Jalen Ramsey, um, you Um, know, given up. Yeah, they've given up a lot of, like, big first-round picks. But the thing is, they do that, and they've done that for Brad Holmes because – They trust Brad Holmes, Mm -hmm. and they know that Brad Holmes will hit in the draft in the later rounds. So they're perfectly okay with giving up their first round picks for these Mm -hmm. amazing guys because they trust him. Yeah. What does that mean to you? Like, to me, that's like, that's a, if you have a team that trusts you enough to give up first round picks, that's a high esteem.
1: Yeah, that is an honor, really, to have, but... Um, we we have to look at it like how good the Rams were when they traded those picks. You know they were late in the first round, so I mean a first round pick that late isn't as valuable valuable as a earlier one. But that that is a big honor. And the thing is, they have had great late round picks. Just look at Cooper Cup, mm-hmm. what he's mm-hmm. done. He's a he's considered a, a a really good wide receiver, and he was picked up. I, I I don't know what round it was, but it wasn't the first.
0: Mm, it was late.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's interesting to see how well the the, the Rams have done in second, third, fourth, yeah. and on picks. Like, it's... They are, by far, way above all the rest of the, the whole NFL with their late-round picks. And when Brad Holmes was doing his presser, he was saying it's because of some way that they do their, um, like that they're putting all of this analytical stuff together for these players. And it's like a formula where they have, where if you meet this requirement, this requirement, this requirement, you will be successful and it's panned out well. And he's bringing that to Detroit. So that's exciting. Like, okay, maybe it, maybe it's a hoax, but If this works, that could be really good for us. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, that's needed. The one big concern that I've had is the big quarterback name that he wanted is Jared Goff. And. Yeah. I mean, it's a mix. Like, he went up and got Jared Goff, which was his guy. He wanted to get Jared Goff. Yeah. And he's not been panning out to be what they thought he would. But. But you also have to think how much of that is coaching, yeah. how much of that is just player development. and But it's something that you have to think of as well.
1: Yeah, um, Jared Goff has definitely not played up to the potential that he had. But think of where the Rams have been since they've had him, not including the mm-hmm. first season. They went 11-5, and 13-3, 10-6, 10-6. It's... They've had winning records mm-hmm. with Jared Goff. He yep. isn't a bad quarterback, and that's what we have to realize with some of these players. You know, if if a quarterback is on a team and he's able to lead a, t- a team's record to a winning record, he necessarily couldn't be great, but he he can't be bad. Right. And but Jared Goff going coming out of college was it was a it was a you know. Future Hall of Famer, looking like he was looking like a future Hall of Famer, but he obviously hasn't been that good. But I think he had mm-hmm. been a solid quarterback for LA. Yeah,
0: I I agree. And you know they went to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they've obviously done great things. So I'm I'm excited about that that hire. I think it's a good hire. Mm-hmm. Um, but. It's not as excited, like, I'm not as excited about that as I am our new coach. Yeah. So our new head coach is Dan Campbell, who used to play tight end for the Detroit Lions back when they went 0-16. <laughs> so he knows what it's like to feel that shame of Detroit Lions. He knows what it's like from our standpoint he knows what this organization is, and when I before we get too much into him, when you're when you first heard Dan Campbell, well, let me tell you quick a little bit more about Dan Campbell. So, tight end for Detroit Lions back in the day. He was now a tight end coach and assistant head coach of the Saints, and many people didn't really know him,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so when he got hired. I don't think there was a large outbreak of hurrah, hurrah. Yeah. Um, But what was your initial reaction before you heard anything or saw anything? Just when you heard that he was hired, what were your thoughts?
1: Well, I I, I wasn't necessarily over the joy happy about it because we all wanted Robert Sala to be our head coach, but we obviously know how that Mm -hmm. went. He's in New York now. But when... You know, after a bunch of research and stuff and his, um, his press conference. I'm Hold a, on. I don't want to get into press yeah, conference. I don't did. want to get into press conference. Yeah. Just initial reaction. I, I was, I was, I wasn't expecting much when I first expect, when I first saw it.
0: Yeah. I, when I first heard the news, I was like, what? Yeah. Dan Campbell. Who's Dan Campbell? And I was like, Really? We really just missed out on Robert Sala for Dan Campbell. What's... Like, I'm sitting here thinking, same old Lions. Yeah. Come on, dude. Really? I thought this was going to be a turn of the... Like, page. Let's go. Come on. I was excited about our GM. Mm-hmm. And then I'm sitting here like, who the heck is this scrub? <laughs> and then came his coach, Press. Holy cow. Did If there was an award for the best introductory press conference for a head coach. Dan Campbell wins it. Hands down. Let me just read a quick quote on what Dan Campbell said that he wants his team to be. He says, and I quote, We're going to kick you in the teeth, and when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you, and then when you knock us down, we're going to get up, and on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. And then it's going to take... Two punches to get us back down. And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap out. And then after that, it's going to take three punches to get us down. And then when that happens, we're going to take another chunk out of you. What? (laughs) This guy's over here telling (laughs) these people, we're going to take a kneecap off of you. This is such a difference between what we've had as our head coach pressers from before. Like... After watching this presser, I was ready to run through a brick wall for this guy. (laughs) He is so energetic. Mm -hmm. And he does not hold back from any questions. Mm -hmm. He's going to be honest and upfront with you. Like, and you could easily tell how he is a leader of men. Mm -hmm. He's the kind of guy, and the... and. Both Rod and Sheila had said, you know, this is going to be a guy that other coaches are going to want to come to and and work for mm-hmm. because of his energy. And, and players are going to want to come play for him. And I see that. I want to play for him. Mm-hmm. And I just watched him talk at a podium. Like, this guy is so awesome. Yeah, He was so fun to listen to. I mean, before when you had a presser with Matthew Stafford, it was... And I'm gonna do my Matthew, my Matt Patricia impression here. Every time he got asked a question, well, you know, we got to coach better. We got to do better. You know, it it starts with me, and it goes. I mean, you know, it's got to start with me. I got to coach better, and then, you know, we got to do better. Every single presser, it was that. (laughs) And this guy's over here talking about how we're gonna bite a kneecap off. (laughs) Like, look out, Green Bay, we're coming for your kneecaps next year. (laughs) Like holy cow it was so exciting it was just invigorating to a fan base like he specifically said to a fan base he said you know i could sit up here and talk all day about coach speak about how i can do this or that it doesn't matter you guys don't want to hear it you've heard it all the time you're sick of this shit i'm like what this guy gets it (coughs) this guy gets us as a lions fan this is awesome it was so enjoyable to just listen to that and And feel some kind of hope. Like, I am much higher on my hope right now with Dan Campbell than I have ever been with Matt Patricia. Mm -hmm. And it's because I can see a future where players are happy, coaches are happy. Like, that's how you get a good fan base Mm -hmm. when you can see a, a positive outlook coming. Well, Okay, so now... I said hold off on the presser. You've watched most of the presser now. What are your thoughts now?
1: My thoughts now is we're ready to rock and roll. It's I don't think mm-hmm. we're going to have a great first year cuz I mean, have you seen our mm-hmm. roster? <laughs> but right. no. with a with a good rebuild and this guy as our head coach, I'm we're I'm ready for something big. <laughs> Dude, like I I'm fully expecting like
0: Somebody at some point is gonna be bursting through some wall at some point yeah. because <laughs> this guy is just like he gets you pumped. Mm-hmm. He gets you so pumped. And it's just so cool to see. even I think it was Nick Williams posted on Twitter after the press he says, "Holy cow, man, coach is up here. And I'm excited. And I'm like, That's so awesome. You've already got players before you've even talked to your players, talking about how they're excited to play for you. That's what we needed.
1: Yeah.
0: It's so exciting. And then, like I talked about, where he said that coaches are going to want to come play for him. They do. Let's talk about the people that he's hired already. Let's talk about first the one I'm, I think, most excited for is defensive coordinator. Go ahead. Let's talk about him. It's uh, Aaron Glenn. For those of you who don't know who Aaron Glenn is, it's a secondary's coach from the Saints. Aaron Glenn was highly regarded as somebody who might get a head coaching position this year. Mm-hmm. He is phenomenal. I mean, just look at that secondary for the Saints. Mm-hmm. They don't have a ton of big names, but holy cow, does he make that secondary strong?
1: Yeah.
0: He is going to do amazing things. Um, Jeffrey Okuda tweeted out, once that hire was official, he was excited. Mm-hmm. He's, he he knew Aaron Glenn from the past, so he's excited. Players are excited to yeah. play for our coaches again. That's so exciting. And then, offensive coordinator. This news broke yesterday. And holy cow, what a hire. Offensive coordinator, Anthony Lynn. The f- the former head coach of the Chargers. I'm
1: so hyped up for that.
0: Like, the the only problem that I had with Anthony Lynn hiring is that the Anthony Lynn hiring was announced and literally a minute later it was announced Matthew Stafford was being traded. Yeah. But, holy cow, when I first got that notification that Anthony Lynn was our offensive coordinator, I'm sitting here thinking what (laughs) this coaching group is going to be insane yeah we don't have and, and the interesting part is that our head coach dan campbell he's not very um you know he doesn't have a lot of head coaching experience yeah so what does he do he goes out and gets somebody like anthony lynn who has head coaching experience who can help him he specifically said in his presser you know i'm not gonna be somebody who thinks i know everything Mm -hmm. hello difference than matt patricia (laughs) he says i'm gonna grab people who can help me out where i have issues Uh uh-huh yeah matt patricia never did that (laughs) like this guy is the complete opposite of matt patricia And it is so refreshing. High energy. He's a people person. He said uh, the locker room presence thing. He said, you know what? I'm up for every type of, you know, locker room presence. I'm up for any kind of personalities. As long as they're not hindering what we're doing out on the field. You know what? That's fine. Matt, Patricia got rid of people because they were a personality he didn't like. Yeah. Like... How can you not be so excited for the future of the Detroit Lions? I'll tell you how. They tell you that they're trading Matthew Stafford, and then your all of your insides come out as you cry to cry to sleep at night. <laughs> but then you think about the possible return for him, and you're like, okay, maybe we can still do something. Mm-hmm. But you're still sad. But that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Like we had so much awesome stuff happen. And then the Matthew Stafford news broke out, and it really just brought us down a peg. But you still have to be excited though mm-hmm. so overall, for this week, last week, all of the news breaking and weeks coming up, you know where where are you at with this team
1: right now? Um I'm in a thought of mind where we got to focus on the off season first before we think of anything that's going to happen next season because there's a lot of big names in free agency, a lot of big names in the draft. We could be getting an extra oh, person Oh, yeah. By the
0: way, talking about talking about free agency real quick, now that Matthew Stafford's gone, I in no way see us keeping Kenny Galladay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Kenny Galladay, you can just – Marvin Jones as well. They're both – bye-bye. Yeah, Marvin there's Jones no way announced keep
1: that he, he's excited for free agency, so I guess we yeah. know what that means.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't see us keeping either one of them at this mm-hmm. point. I mean, we are full. The coach and the GM both have phrased it as retooling. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest. They got rid of their franchise quarterback. The defense is in the state that it is. Our wide receivers, we have two wide receivers on for next year. This is a rebuild. Yeah. And, and like Jake said, next year it's not going to look great. I mean, it's really not. But let me throw this real quick out there. About a possible quarterback that we could get where, you know, say say we get, maybe best case scenario, we get two first rounders for Stafford, okay? Mm-hmm. We've got first rounder this year, first rounder next year. Instead of trying to move up and get any, like, guy that you want to start this year for your quarterback... Maybe get a guy that you can start behind somebody and then pick somebody up in free agency like a Colin Kaepernick? Uh
1: yeah. Honestly. Colin Kaepernick. Because I mean, he's fan. gonna
0: come pretty he's gonna come pretty cheap mm-hmm. if he is able to, you know, still play at a high level. I I mean I kinda like him better than some of the other players that you might get who might come pretty hefty.
1: Well, we, we have to, like, think about it, like, how was he playing when he last played? And when he last played, he was the San Francisco 49ers backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. But still, I mean, he, he he's a mobile quarterback who knows how to throw the ball, so right, I wouldn't mind that, personally. But I was thinking yeah. the lines of, um, potentially, I know he, we're not on good terms with this name, Ben, but... Maybe, possibly thinking about signing Mitch Trubisky.
0: Oh, no! He's... okay. No. We, we have to think
1: about it <laughs> no. like this. He's a guy that... He's... He, Dude,
0: hold on, hold on. Before you even get going, could you imagine the flooding from the fans if they hire... Or if they bring in Mitch Trubisky? Could you imagine the fan base erupting over that. There's no... That's literally suicide for this GM (laughs) to take in Mitch Trubisky. Even if it was a good idea, no possible way that happens.
1: Oh, okay. Well, maybe instead of Mitch Trubisky, Ryan Fitzpatrick?
0: I could possibly see Fitzpatrick just as like a kind of a buffer quarterback while we try to get our guy and... You know, the draft or whatever it is. I I definitely see us drafting a quarterback early this yeah. year. It'll depend on draft picks we have and everything. Mm-hmm. But once the trade actually gets finalized for Matthew Stafford, it should be um, kind of interesting to start doing some mock drafts because I'm assuming there might be some trading unless, you know, because I don't think many of the great quarterbacks will be available when we're picking at seven. So mm-hmm. um, it's going to be a lot of interesting stuff to come. Definitely changes my mock drafts that I've been doing. Yeah. Um, so we'll definitely be keeping that in, in track. But, you know, it's been an interesting week. And apparently there's still supposed to be some more news um, breaking somewhat soon. There's supposed to be a... Um, apparently they hired in or they're adding in somebody who's going to help the GM who's in a more like who has experience or something. I don't know, but it's been saying on Twitter that they're going to be announcing that soon. So that's something to keep an eye out for as well. So, um, when that breaks, we'll definitely be putting that out on Twitter. Uh, we'll put it out on Instagram, everything. So make sure that you're following us there and, uh, yet anything else that you wanted to throw in real quick, Jake, before we sign off, I have nothing. Alrighty. Well then that'll do it for today's episode. As always, make sure to give us a follow on social media. Make sure to share out the podcast. We appreciate all of you so much. From us to you, have a wonderful, wonderful day.